I'm R.J. Butt from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update. 24th of March, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Let's kick off this edition with news about Putin's invasion of Ukraine. One month has passed since Russia launched this war. Over three million people have left Ukraine and fled to neighboring countries. About two million of them have fled to Poland. Recall that the government of Georgia has set up a hotline for Ukrainians in Georgia who need accommodation, food, and other essentials. Three Georgian volunteers have been killed in Ukraine. David Ratiani, Gia Beriashvili, and Bachva Chikobava died fighting on the Ukrainian side. On Thursday, the 24th, their bodies were transferred to Georgia. Thousands of citizens gathered at the airport to pay their respects. Fighters will be buried with military honors. Government eased the process for transfer of Ukrainian students to the Georgian education system. According to the Ministry of Education, so far 58 Ukrainian students were enrolled in schools around the country and the number is expected to increase in the near future. Monday the 21st, the Ministry of Education in partnership with the Israeli Embassy in Georgia started a program to make it easier to continue in Georgia for Israeli medical students who are unable to continue their studies in Ukraine due to the war. Within the program, students will be able to expedite restarting their studies in Georgian universities. Ministry will ensure that their timely enrollment in the country's universities is without delay. Students will enroll in English-taught educational programs that have international accreditation. Back in 2018, the government of Chechnya announced its plans to construct a road that would connect Chechnya and Georgia. Head of the Chechen Republic, well-known wacko Ramzan Kadyrov, said that he had discussed the project with the Russian government. However, Georgia's authorities chose not to respond to Kadyrov's announcement. Fast forward four years amid the Russo-Ukrainian war. The topic of Georgian-Chechen road resurfaced in a Russian Security Council meeting on Wednesday the 16th. This time, the Georgian government gave a response. On Thursday the 17th, the Ministry of Regional Development and Infrastructure addressed the media reports by stating that the country has never considered carrying out this project. Since the outbreak of war, over 30,000 Russians have traveled to Georgia to either escape the sanctions imposed in the country or flee their own government. The sanctions against Russia include financial measures in the banking system. Western countries have frozen the assets of Russia's central bank. Selling of luxury goods, including vehicles, high-end fashion products to Russian markets has been banned. Many international companies, such as Coca-Cola, Ikea, and McDonald's, have terminated operations in Russia. Still, the EU is considering imposing more sanctions against Russia. Recall that the government of Georgia is one of the few countries that has refused to join the international sanction process. Russian government has banned Facebook and Instagram from operating in the country. According to Russian court, these social media platforms were carrying out extremist activities against Russia and its armed forces. At the beginning of the month, the Russian parliament passed a law imposing a jail sentence of up to 15 years for spreading fake news about the Russian military operation in Ukraine, as they hilariously have named it, including calling the invasion a war or an invasion. This week, nonprofit media organization of the United States, National Public Radio, published an article introducing stories of Russians who decided to move to Georgia. Young men are moving because they're scared of being drafted for the war. Journalists are leaving Russia because they fear for their safety. However, starting a new life in Georgia has not been easy. They face difficulties in finding housing since rent prices are increasing because the market is flooded with Russian house hunters. Moreover, not everyone is willing to rent to Russians. A 20-year-old Russian journalist, Alexei Voloshinov, said when he was on the lookout for a place to rent, a landlord refused to rent an apartment to him because he was Russian. She said that Russian soldiers killed her son in 2008 during the war in South Ossetia. Voloshinov wants to go back to Russia when Putin's regime fails. Want to know more about why the Russians choose to go to Georgia and what their challenges are? 
link in the show notes. During the last few months, international fuel prices have been on the rise, and the war only made things worse. This week, the price of fuel in Georgia has hit an all-time high of four lottie per liter, which is about $1.25 per liter since the outbreak of the war. The price of fuel in the country has increased by about 85 tetri, which is 25 U.S. cents. As mentioned a few weeks ago, on the 3rd of March, Georgia submitted an application to become a member of the European Union. On Friday, the 18th of March, over 30 NGOs in the country proposed an action plan for Georgia's EU integration. NGOs listed 10 steps for the government, which involved the development of a national strategy for the country's extension to the EU, the establishment of effective monitoring systems, the creation of a national council for the extension to the EU. The idea is to make the integration process transparent and inclusive. Link in the show notes. Now some COVID-19 updates. Georgia's daily confirmed cases remain about 1,000. This rapid drop in numbers, the Interagency Coordination Council announced that from the 28th of March, masks will no longer be compulsory outdoors and that employees that were working remotely will be able to return to their offices. On Tuesday, the 22nd, Georgia received the Pfizer COVID-19 treatment medication Paxlovid. It is the first oral drug for the treatment of COVID-19 and is FDA approved in the United States. According to the Ministry of Health, Paxlovid will be provided to patients for free. Ministry is working on a protocol which will define the category of patients who should be prioritized when prescribing the drug. Paxlovid is intended for patients high risk of developing complications due to COVID-19. A general practitioner will prescribe the medication and it will be delivered to the patient's home. As of the 28th of March, all mopeds and quad bike owners must register the vehicles and get a driving license to use them. According to the law, moped drivers must be at least 16 years old to get a license. Motorcycle drivers must be at least 18. On Monday, the 21st, the Azerbaijani community in Georgia celebrated Noruz, holiday that celebrates Persian New Year and the beginning of spring. President Zurabashvili wished everyone a happy new year in a tweet. She also tweeted that Noruz is a symbol of peace and renewal, hope and future and that in this difficult time, we must not lose hope. Looking for a getaway trip during this tough time? Starting on the 28th of March, Wizz Air will have regular flights from Kutaisi International Airport to Rome. Flights will operate once a week, but the number is expected to increase during the summer. And great news for rugby fans. On Saturday the 20th, the national rugby team defeated Spain in the finals of the Rugby Europe Championship. The match was held in Tbilisi, and the final score was 49-15. to Lay low, lay low. Next week, Georgia will join, for the first time, the European Artistic Crafts Day, the largest craft event in Europe. During the week, exhibitions, workshops, tours, and master classes will be held across the country. The events will run between the 28th of March and the 3rd of April. For more information, check the link in the show notes. There's some very cool stuff going on. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We want to hear what you listeners think about this podcast. Email us, send us a DM, send us some smoke signals, whatever. If you've been a listener for a while, or even if you just started, what do you think about these updates? We could really use your advice. Ideally, if you write us, we'd actually like to set up a quick call. So just send us something. We'd appreciate it. Email us at podcast at Rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach underscore G or Twitter at Rorschach Georgia. Nachbandis. Nachbandis.